0: Good morning. This is season two, episode two of the Seattle Hockey Mom Anchor FM podcast, and I'm Holly. So in case you're new around here, what we do is talk about hockey. And I'm assuming that anyone who's tuning in is happy to just do exactly that and just start chit chatting with me about whatever comes to mind. I love it when I hear from you guys. I've had a lot of followers over the summer I took a break over the summer and then when I logged back on I was surprised to hear that a lot of people kept listening to this and I kind of thought it was forgotten about as soon as I stopped doing it I dropped off of the um I was at the top of the um ratings for a while and as soon as I stopped doing it I dropped down. I was kind of like a bummer but I didn't really have time over the summer to do it and I kind of thought it would go away but it didn't go away at all. In fact it seems like a whole bunch more people found me so I feel like a little introduction is in order. Um, Yeah basically I'm just talking from a hockey mom perspective and I don't even really know what that is but I know that when I watch other hockey broadcasters talk um They're just kind of not on my vibe they're not on my wavelength i want to do something a little different and so i like to do segments to kind of organize my thoughts a bit otherwise it's just way too flow of consciousness you guys won't be able to follow all the things oh my gosh i have so much to talk about today so um i'll try and organize myself a little bit um and i have a new idea for a new segment that i want to do And so here it comes. So the new segment I want to introduce is called name dropping. And this is where I shamelessly drop names. Anytime I have an accidental run in with a celebrity hockey individual. So the point of this is trying to keep it fun. You guys want to hear the gossip. Um, You know, like with my Carey Price story, I just can't run into carry a price with his gorgeous brown eyes. And, you know, my story about me sort of muttering and just being a total dork when I met him, you need to hear that. So and I need a forum to tell you about that. Because otherwise, this is just another boring sports podcast. So let's just jump right into my name dropping for this week. So when um back in the day, I was living in northern BC. And a lovely young hockey player, um, by the name of Aku Nieminen, a Finnish boy moved to Prince George and became friends of a, a friend of mine. And we've stayed in contact, a friend of mine and my husband. And, um, we recently visited with him again in Zurich when we were there for, um, a, a work trip that I accompanied my husband on anyways. So Aku now holds the job of, he's like a global, um, uh, sports manager, I think it's called for International Ice Hockey Federation. So we love talking to him about what he does. He goes around to different countries and develops their youth hockey program. And um, I'm super interested in hopefully one day connecting him up with our home organization so he can come and um, of course the, um, the model they're promoting is similar to the ADM. I think they back the ADM. And, um, so our organization being an ADM American development model organization is the perfect one to have him come. So wouldn't that be great? I wanted to interview him, but, and I told him I'm going to interview him soon for this podcast, but, um, I need to wait till I have properly figured out all my technology because right now when I'm interviewing people, it still like drops off sometimes and stuff like that. I need to order a tripod or something. So for the time being, I'm going to, like, interview, you know, family members or, you know, other hockey moms, people where if they get dropped off, no disrespect to them, but I can kind of be like, sorry, learning experience, you know, but if I'm going to, like, waste someone's time who... You know, um, in a sort of professional level, I'm bringing them in to interview, then I better have that technology figured out. Anyways, let's keep going with our name dropping. So um, last spring, I went to the orientation at Boston University for my daughter and Um, there's a bunch of speakers coming up presenting to the parents and one of them was John Badalino who is a BU assistant dean of students anyways he was wearing a hockey jersey when he got up to the front of the room so of course after the talk I like tackled him in the you know the side and like hockey talk to me about hockey what's going on so he was so proud to tell me about his daughter Anya Badalino who is professional hockey player with the Connecticut Whale number four and she's also director of the um, NWHL Players Association so so I jumped right on following her online and you can find her at B-A-T-T-A-G-L-I-N-O-A on Twitter and she is just a gorgeous young thing with um, had a beautiful wedding uh, last year and so I'm following them now on Instagram and you know she's just recently like cliff jumping with her you know fit body doing these awesome um, you know uh, she's just a great great window into the hockey world and so I'm following her um, and then also at that same and that, and that's the person I you know a lot of the women's hockey thing is happening online so you got to go into Instagram and Twitter to, to follow what's going on with that they're very from the from the future um, and then also I met um, so John Battalino also pushed me towards Kat Cornetta who's a sports writer and she said um, sports girl cat she had like a um, like a website sports girl cat or a podcast or something like that anyways so she was wonderful to talk to and um, I'm going to talk about her a little bit more in my hockey mom pep talk later because actually I gained some real wisdom from her and um, that's someone else you can find on Twitter and use as sort of like your go-to for getting fluent on um, women's sport sporting hockey type things so let's leave it there for my name dropping lots of name dropping lots of shameless name dropping to come I feel like that sort of thing if you don't hey you- this week in minor hockey so I guess it's kind of a continuation of my name dropping piece just like I, I really got carried away with this concept and this I'm loving I'm loving the freedom I'm allowing myself to be so shameless but anyways guess who we've got coming to Seattle we've got Pavel Barber internet legend stick handling specialist is coming on October fifth. There's going to be a couple ice times. Um, There's gonna be an autograph session. This guy, my son is obsessed, like he's obsessed, obsessed. So he watches there's on YouTube is where you find this guy. There's 23 million views on his on his um videos that he's doing these stick handling tricks and there's a lot of kids out there who are imitating him at home trying to get this all figured out anyways you've got to sign up you go down to um what's that place called down in renton the the um, the pro shop is like uh, SkateWorks. works anyways you have to go into there you have to go in in person last night I was at practice and then I was right there and it was open and I didn't hadn't seen the email yet so then this morning I was reading the email and so I actually literally got in my car and drove all the way down there like half an hour drive down to Renton to get my son's name on the list alas they weren't open till noon but I sort of like begged and pleaded with the lady at the skating desk to try and get a hold of the guy alas it's a small world I think it's like her brother-in-law or something like that anyways so who is going to sign people up so um we are I think we're in I better call back after I do this but you gotta get your name on the list they're not going to be turning people away I don't think they're pretty excited to be bringing him in and no matter what I'm sure the autograph session will be open to all maybe there won't be a big turnout I don't know maybe my kid is weird um and maybe people it won't get on people's radar I don't know anyways um yeah so that's happening uh, next week, October fifth, seven thirty five PM, Pavel Barber and what else is hockey happen happening in minor hockey? A lot of kids are sick already. I think it's like the back to school thing. Everybody gets um the germs or whatnot and, and gets sick. So then things go around so quickly in the locker room. Um the coaches mentioned at the parent meeting, bring your own water bottles. And um, so I was kind of nagging on my kid, like, did you bring your own water bottle? Did you bring your own water bottle? And he's like, yeah, I did. But so and so and so and so they're just grabbing and drinking from my water bottle. And so and I don't know, I think there's just a lot of that. And, and um, how do you really uh, smack your friend off of your water bottle? I don't know. That's kind of, you know, not my business at this point with a 12 year old I think you just kind of let them work that stuff out but anyways lots of kids oh my gosh there's puking I've heard of this week not just cold stuff my son has a cold Um, yeah we'll hopefully be able to bring a team up to Canada this weekend we got our first games up in Canada and mm, let's leave it at that I got a lot of talked about on other subjects so let's leave it at that for this week in minor hockey Today in women's hockey, we are nine days until the season openers. Um, I guess now that my daughter's in Boston, I guess my team, I have finally picked a team. Since all the teams were over on the East Coast, that was kind of last year, my first year watching the National Women's Hockey League, I was sort of just watching all of them. And not really having being a fan of a particular team, but I guess I'm officially with the Boston Pride now. My daughter chose for me. I'm um, having enrolled at Boston University, so um, yeah, it's time to buy tickets. I guess their home opener is Saturday, October twentieth, when um, the whale will be there. The Connecticut Whale, and that was the remember I said I'd loop back to Anya Badalino. She's on the Connecticut Whale, or at least she, I think. Well, that's what she's still posting online you know a lot of this women's hockey stuff all goes down online it's very futuristic you know um they're obviously not held back by as many traditions as the national hockey league is so a lot of it's just happening in a super modern way but anyway so almost everything if you're going to follow um women's hockey you're going to be doing a lot of it online there's like a ton of social media action but anyways first game saturday october 20th whale at pride and then um the first game that I could pretend – oh, no, that's not the first game. Sorry. I'm all—I'm excited about that date because I'm going to be in Boston that weekend, the October 20th. Um, their first game is the October 13th, um, where the Riveters from New Jersey, the Metropolitan Riveters, are going to come to Boston Pride at the Warrior Ice Arena. But I'm excited about the October 20th because I'm going to be in Boston. However, I have – let's see, we're flying in sort of late Friday, so I feel like Saturday night I'm going to have a lot of hockey choices to make my daughter might have a game. The men's hockey team might have a game. And then the women's hockey team other than the club hockey I mean like the varsity hockey team might have a game and then obviously here now there's this pro game so I'm gonna wait till all the I'm gonna look at have to look at all the schedules and make some choices maybe we can do back-to-back games all day and maybe there's some other stuff to do I don't know maybe I have to go to some parents things or I don't know it's friends and family weekend so a lot of the town is going to be caught up in the head of the Charles crew races but that's their problem I'm going to be back-to-back hockey games I cannot wait um and so yeah it looks like um next weekend not this weekend it's Friday let's see but the following weekend will be the first games for the NWHL so you're going to look online you're going to probably start on Twitter is the best place to look or right on the NWHL website um or like I said before follow uh, Anya Badalino Yay! Now for my favorite segment, the hockey mom pep talk. And I just want to take a minute to thank you very much for listening. I appreciate you being here. I am looking forward to the growth of hockey in Seattle as you are. And, I know every minute is precious, especially in Seattle. Gosh, we're busy around here. We're flying. in right now, there's the last few sunny days. The sun is shining outside. It's gorgeous out. And, you know, everyone want to want to take advantage about that before the rain come again. But anyways, you're listening to me and I really appreciate it. And so I'm going to make your life a little better now and share with you about um, just sort of self-improvement, Um, ideas that I have encountered and I'm going to pass along. So as I said, with all my name dropping, Kat Cornetta is one of the people that I had the a privilege to hear when i was at boston university a sports writer and college administrator there and she's quite a fantastic athlete herself. She did a neat talk with us and it was actually sort of more geared toward our students and how we could mentor them in becoming dedicated lifelong athletes and she talked about how when she was younger she um had some embarrassments and didn't really think of herself as an impressive athlete and didn't you know she had a lot of barriers and limitations in her thinking about herself and i think you know i related to that and i think a lot of people relate to that. Anyways, and then she said suddenly in her adulthood that she just decided she was going to run a marathon and she, lo and behold, she did it, etc. I think I'm, you know, I'm I'm paraphrasing and I might be butchering this, but you get the idea. Anyways, in a big sort of full circle moment, it occurred to me that since I was going through this pain of my daughter leaving the home, empty nesting kind of thing, and I sort of needed some new focus. And then also I'd been reflecting for a long time about how to be a better hockey parent because as a hockey parent, you know, we're constantly at the sidelines watching our kids, observing them, what they could do better or worse. You know, um, you get caught up, your ego gets caught up in their performance sometimes. And occasionally there's sort of like those backseat talks or family talks where you're being critical on your kid. And, um, you know, I, I... I stooped lower than I wanted to on several occasions. I mean, we're talking about eight years of hockey and many more, several more years of soccer and stuff with my daughter and lacrosse. And, you know, I think I'm a pretty good hockey parent, but there's definitely been those moments where I've been like, you've embarrassed your family. Like just really bad parenting, just like coming down hard on your kid where you're like, just the worst parenting you can imagine where you're just, you know, telling them that they suck and they've embarrassed you kind of thing. And, and I can't, I don't even like to say that out loud because, but anyways, I know enough, I'm good enough. I'm a decent enough human being that I could recognize I did something wrong. But, you know, sometimes when you're in this environment, you know, you get caught up and so how do you improve? So I'm constantly been on the journey of trying to do it better to parent better. And one of the things that sort of occur- has been occurring to me over the last couple years and um, Kat Cornetta's advice sort of got it to the next level is that, you know, I have to have my own thing going on because I looked around, it was easy to sort of point the finger at the other parents who seemed to be doing this worse than me and being really hard on their kids and be like, they need their own thing going on. But then, you know, i kind of pointed the finger back at myself and like, you need your own thing going on. so I sort of... It came to me partly through Kat Kaneda's advice that, you know, I I need some real serious hard fitness goals myself because how can I tell my kid to go out there and skate like a demon for an hour, hour and a half, and, you know, and I'm just sitting on the sidelines kind of like a potato and judging that. So I thought it'd be good for my kids and for me and for everyone involved if I set some goals. So anyways, um... I decided to do a running goal because I was kind of inspired. Boston, Boston Marathon. I thought, you know what? What if I ran a marathon? Like that's like something I would think never in my wildest dreams about myself that I'd be capable of. But then, because of what Kat Cornetta said, I'm like, well, I'm exactly that thing she's talking about—that person who would never ever think I could do it. And what if I could explore my own mental toughness enough to pursue this really hard goal? Anyways, long story short, I found this awesome app, the Nike Running Club, and it's and I set a goal. I picked a date. I'm doing a half marathon in November. And, you know, and so there's a pretty hard series of training sessions that I'm doing using this app, which is wonderful, by the way. And, you know, what's great is like when I have to do some of these runs now, I have to bring my kids along with me. And even when I was in Boston, my daughter sort of came along with me and, you know, they see me trying something really hard and, you know, they're cheering me from the sidelines. I, my son was sort of throwing the ball around at the at the school field and I was on the running track and, you know, he's sort of cheering me along and it it's a nice opportunity to turn the tables and also it kind of shuts me up about pushing them and it just kind of like it's just been all around good in so many ways. It's helped me. I realized with these hard running goals, like yesterday I ran seven miles, which is out of this world, huge achievement, barrier breakthrough for me. Um, it, It, you know, these, these physical tasks, actually what they really develop is your mind. They actually develop your mental toughness. And for me, that's the biggest gain is the confidence and the mental toughness you get from pushing yourself somewhere where you never, ever thought you could go before. And also it distracts me from my kids um achievements and goal setting and everything and just kind of makes us teammates in the pursuit of excellence or whatever you will call it just in the pursuit of keeping our bodies and minds healthy um being you know positive citizens whatever you want to say anyways so um yeah, I'm gonna try and run a whole marathon. Maybe I'll set a date. I'm, I am i gotta say seven miles hurt a lot. And when I'm thinking about a half marathon, I'm like, Oh, God, that's twice that I just can't even I just it's terrifying. And then the whole marathon is double that again. So I'm just taking it step by step, I might fail, I might succeed. But in failing, it's something that's about me. It's totally my thing. And, you know, my kids can watch me and, and I can lighten up on them. And, and um, so my thing I want to move, pass along to you that came to me through Cat Cornetta is go and challenge yourself to do something personally, physical, that's way harder than anything you ever thought you could do. Because um, I think your kids will thank you. If you're, if you're a hockey parent and you're finding yourself too caught up with your kid's performance at times or feeling frustrated, why didn't they try harder? you know what? They deserve to see their parent trying their hardest. And you know what? You you might look kind of lame too sometimes. It's funny. I did a, actually a few years ago, I did a, a sprint triathlon, same kind of thing. I'm um, trying to challenge myself. Um, I'm not trying to imply that I do a lot of this kind of thing because trust me, I do not. Um, but anyways, so this sprint triathlon and, um, I felt like I felt so awesome. You know, at the end of it, I'm like, I'm so cool. I felt like a like a superhero. Anyways, my son goes to me. He goes, a lot of people passed you on the bike. Why would you go so slow? And I was like, God damn him. Um, but it's kind of like, and then I had to explain like, um, well, you know, a lot of like really professional kind of triathletes are going in these things and I actually did really good. I had to defend myself, but you know, it was kind of funny because my perspective was that I felt like I went really fast. I didn't, I wasn't exactly expecting that the feedback, but from his perspective, it was pretty slow, but I can, I will say this when he comes on my long runs now, I can run longer. And I think it's like the middle age mom mind, like we've been through so much is like you cannot you cannot imagine the obstacles we face so like we got some serious toughness to bring to the table so when he comes with me he'll sprint ahead and then he'll walk and he'll sprint and he'll walk and he'll sprint and he'll walk and, he'll and, he'll walk. and then he kind of says I'm more of a sprint athlete and I'm like yeah 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 you'll get there but anyways it's good for him to be there for that so um thanks for listening let's move on Okay, just a quick update about the NHL to Seattle project because I kind of feel like I have to. I mean, there was it was all over the news a couple days ago when I recorded and and uh, put it out there to you guys, and I didn't even mention something along the lines of the city council in a vote of eight to nothing approves arena construction. So forgive me, that's happening. But you know, I don't really listen to. I don't know I'm not I don't have time to follow the news regularly and it just to me it seems like it's the same thing over and over again I I, it's good news it really really feels like this is happening um but you know we're getting this arena I'm sure of it but I I mean I'm we're all waiting for the name we want a name we want um but the most best exciting thing is going to be when we actually find out what players are coming here oh my god I can't wait but anyways it's all moving ahead blah 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 there's news Seems like the same news over and over again. Anyways, the big wigs are giving it the thumbs up. Woo! Okay, I'm getting ready to wrap up here. Next time, I hope to bring to you another news segment called Hockey Mom Adventures in Tech because I love using the different apps that you can use to broadcast the games or um, capture video footage Um, I want to interview people, and I got to figure out how to do that properly. So anyways, but for now, I'm going to say goodbye. Thank you for joining me on this Seattle Hockey Mom podcast coming live to you from Seattle. Where else? Um, I love creative projects, and I'm trying out these new media platforms. I'm talking on this station hopefully a couple times a week and hoping to connect with other sports fans, hockey fans who want to improve their hockey IQs and get ready for our NHL team coming to Seattle. I'm keeping it super real and personal, and I think there isn't a more fun and accessible way to relax and learn about pro hockey, minor hockey, women's hockey, and life in Seattle, Washington, than joining me. So thank you, and we'll talk to you next time.